Hello, and thank you for joining us on the Hudson Valley Health and Sports Podcast, brought to you by Empire Performance PT, aimed at helping you live an enjoyable, fit, and healthy life in and around our community of the Hudson Valley. And now, here's your host, Dr. Tony Tanzi. Hey, everybody. Thank you for joining us on episode three of the Hudson Valley Health and Sports Podcast. I'm excited to have Don Marco here on the Hudson Valley Health and Sports Podcast. And Don is the founder of Racing to Save Lives and a proud supporter of the MMRF. Excuse me. Um, Today, we're going to talk about uh, what it's like to put on a race as well as what it's like to race for a charity in in a bigger event such as an Ironman. So but before we get to all that, um, Don, let's let's tell a little bit. Um, well, welcome first of all, and um, and just tell us a little bit about how you got started doing what you're doing. Uh, a little bit of your backstory. Um, yeah. No, th- thanks, Tony, for having me. Um, yeah. Well, I, I guess I've been involved about ten years of, of raising money for uh, specific charities for cancer care and research, um, and it all started or you know unfortunately uh, about 10, 10 years ago with uh, my wife's diagnosis of a brain tumor and and since her since her death uh, 18 months after diagnosis uh, my children and I have uh, taken on a cause of uh, making sure that people that are afflicted with cancer are treated with the best care uh, that's possible and we do that through through raising money I think we're somewhere around sixty-five thousand to seventy thousand dollars raised so far um, through our races and, and some other activities that we do. Um, so, so that's the reason why um, you know we, we we put on our races and also to give people a a, a, a healthy approach to, to their circumstances. You know, uh, after she passed, you know, we have we faced with many different decisions, difficult decisions to make. But one of the things that I wanted to make sure was that. Uh, my children and myself, uh, we make a conscious t- t- decision to, to live a healthy lifestyle and to be around people that were like-minded. So I know you're always, or you've you've been always involved, and in, I know you were the basketball coach at, at Mayapak High School for quite some time. Um, when yeah. did you get involved in, in doing races or triathlons? I know you're, you're an Ironman. Uh, you're an Ironman now. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, thank you. Uh, Ironman Lake Placid tends to be uh, a, a common draw for me. Um, so I, I'd say uh, seven years or so that I've been involved with uh, specific triathlon training. Um, I think I think I started with running a 5K and then moved up to a 10 mile and then taking a spin class. And somebody said, "Hey, you should really try triathlon." I'm like, "Hey, I don't really sure what that is." <laughs> No, like you gotta, you have to swim, bike, and run. I was like all in the same day, all at the same like time. They're like, yeah. So I don't think I can do that. They're like, why not? I said, I just, I don't think I can. I've never swam before in my life, um, you know, for in any kind of competition. Uh, biking has always been fun and, and run, but I don't think I put the three together. And, and um, she kind of helped me a little bit after class one day after spin class and showed me that you know a twenty minute run after a spin class wasn't that bad. So that's basically how. Uh, it, it started it just you know grew into something so how long ago was it that you realized that you could kind of build or, or raise money for a charity as well as you know do that through racing and, and promoting a healthy uh, lifestyle? yeah it's a good question probably I would say seven to eight years ago uh, to use that as a vehicle use racing as a vehicle to to, to raise money 
um, and it has you know it has a ripple effect on everybody else around you too so um, the self-satisfaction for me and my children has been uh, very rewarding so you mentioned like a ripple effect can you speak to that in terms of is it a ripple effect on the community a ripple effect on your family what what do you what do you mean by a ripple I, so i've been you know teaching the mayapak middle school for 35 years um and, and sometimes some of the kids ask me my students ask me some of the things that i do on a weekend um and and they seem to become very interested um and and who knows maybe somewhere down the line you know some 13 year old will you know be obviously be 20 years old and and maybe like the sport of triathlon maybe something that's been said to him or her uh when they were 13 years old and very impressionable makes a difference um last summer my daughter's boyfriend competed in his first uh full iron man and i'm not sure that would have happened if you know um i wasn't competing in in it uh, we, we, we ride our bikes across the state of Massachusetts in the Pan Mass Challenge as well. And my nephew, uh, <laughs> he doesn't train that much for it, and it showed, but he wanted to do it because, you know, my son was doing it. You know, so cousins, you know, bounded together and, and uh, rode their bikes across the state of Massachusetts. It was really cool. So um, I, I think... Um, I think sometimes you don't understand how much of an effect you have and, and where it reaches, but I, I know it's happening, so I'm just uh, pleased at that. So I know doing an Ironman is no easy feat. For those of you who don't know, an Ironman is a 2.4-mile swim, a 112-mile bike ride, and then you will run a marathon, 26.2 miles. So um, what kind of made you make that jump um, to use that as a platform for the charity? Well... It's another good question. I think it just, I think it's naturally, organically happened, right? So you do a 5K, you do a 10K, you do a trail race. Um, somebody introduces you to the sport of triathlon, and, and so you do a couple of sprint races, and you, you have some success. And then the next logical thing is to do an Olympic race, which is, you know, 0.9 in the water, 26 on a bike, and, and the six-mile run. And then you, you, you find yourself in a community of like-minded people um, and I've been in, in, in many different race situations where there might be thunder, it might be lightning, might be hail, uh, might be a lot of wind. And one of the things that I've noticed is that there is not one word of uh, self-pity. There's not one word of, um, of defeat. Uh, people are dealing just with the circumstances of the day and literally moving forward. And I think that's also figuratively and liter literally that people are moving forward in their thoughts and in their mind. And I, th those, I think that's very powerful. Now, how have you, you, you mentioned you have inspired your, your daughter and your daughter's boyfriend. Um, how does that play a role in your mind of, of being an inspiration for your kids? And um, I know your wife passed when they were, just, when they were very young. Yeah. How has, has this whole um, being you know, running a, a race and, and doing charity stuff, how has that kind of um, inspired you to, to well, be Well, I, I just, I see, it, and it comes back, you know, it kind of circles back or it gets put back into my lap, so to speak. Um, last year, um, I think I've, I was coming close to not finishing in time at Lake Placid, and uh, my, my children were, were encouraging me, and... Um, Right towards the very end, when you get into the um, Olympic Oval to, to finish your race, 
um, I could just hear my my son was saying to me, "I know you have it in you. I know you can. I know you're going to finish this." Um, that just so powerful of of uh, of encouragement. Um, so I, that just makes me feel good um, that you know they've heard me in the last in the last ten years encouraging them all of them. And uh, now, <laughs> as 20-year-olds, they're, they're encouraging me. So, um, so then um, can you dive into, like, if, if you were to define the, your purpose, like, what's unique about you? And I know um, you raise, you run Ironman, or you compete in Ironman Lake Placid under the MMRF um, charity. Yeah. Uh, how... Obviously, that community is, is all like-minded individuals who have been touched by that specific a- disease. Absolutely, yeah. So um, the MMRF, I, I've, I've uh, participated in uh, Lake Placid for the last five years, and I think this will be year number six. So uh, they, they secure a certain amount of bibs for, for the Lake Placid event, and you sign when you sign up for um, Lake Placid through them, you uh, are guaranteeing them five thousand dollar fundraising amount and uh because you are fundraising with them you get a you get a kit you become part of their team and um you you race with uh with your fellow teammates at lake placid for that day so through you mentioned there's the five thousand dollar fundraiser so i think that's how you came up with um, oh, absolutely. R- r- so racing, racing, with, yeah, racing with a purpose, right? Okay. So not just doing it, uh, not just signing up for Lake Placid and, and, and paying the entry fee, but making it meaningful, uh, making, making that day, you know, again, it, it is, it is a, a tremendous event, uh, and, and, and it's changing, changes you, but, um, to, to, to make it more meaningful, uh, that you're racing for people with cancer, right? So, um, and that's how you came up with, uh, racing to save lives, the, the race series that yes, you have. Yes. Okay. So let's, if we could discuss, I know you have, um, a race coming up on May 25th over at it's beacon is Mount it? beacon, M- Mount beacon. Right. Um, so you have a 5k option and then the 10 mile, which actually runs up Mount beacon. Yeah. So you run past the casino, the old casino that was up there. Yep. Um, so you run five miles up. And then five miles, just mile a casual back, five right miles. To, then right back down. Okay. Um, so I think what's, it's a thousand feet of elevation. Just if anybody's curious okay. about that. Um, but the five k is flat, very fast along the Hudson River, very yep. scenic. Um, at the end of the race, there, there are awesome T-shirts that you pick up. Uh, you know, food. Um, great, uh, great people involved in that race. So. so let's discuss how do you you use your race series to go towards the raising the, your money. Yeah, so all, all of the money raised, so the entry fee for Mount Beacon, let's say the, the race Mount Beacon or the 5K is $30. All of that money goes towards the, um, the $5,000 um, fundraising minimum for Lake Placid. In addition to uh, the Pan, we, we ride our bikes, our, my children and I ride our bikes across the state of Massachusetts in the Pan Mass Challenge, and that money goes towards the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute. So uh, anybody who signs up for that event, um, there is a fundraising minimum as well. And once we meet the MMRF uh, fundraising minimum, 
then the monies go towards the uh, the Pan Mass Challenge and the Dana Farber Cancer Institute. And you said over the past, you've raised between sixty and seventy thousand. Correct. Total. Yeah. Yeah. That's a lot. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so now, in terms of putting on a race, what goes? What, what is? What's the behind the scenes for putting? Well, you on have to race? make sure that the the park or the the um, where, wherever the venue is that you're um, uh, going to ha- hold your race is available. And then uh, you have to secure, secure all the uh, proper permits. Uh, you have to buy insurance. And then, um, then from that point on, you're looking for people to help um, supply uh, prizes, uh, whatever the prizes might be from local businesses. Uh, we've given out gift certificates to, to gyms, uh, sneakers, uh, um, vouchers for sneakers, uh, last year was Cinco de Mayo, so somebody gave <laughs> gave a quart of uh, tequila to you know we handed that out to any who's age appropriate. Um, so um, so one, once that happens, then you're looking for volunteers to, to help put on the race. And now where how do you go about finding people to, to do your race? Is it kind of a word of mouth at this point? Well, we uh, so for me, I, I uh, I'm I'm on Facebook. Uh, my dog has an Instagram. I don't have an, <laughs> I have an Instagram. My kids have Instagram, so we'll, we'll put it out on all social media um, vehicles that we can. And in addition to that, it's on active.com and as well as running in the USA. Oh, so people would just find, you know, search for a local 5K and you would yes. and you'd pop up. Correct. Okay. Social uh, 5K in addition to 10 mile or 10K. Okay. Now you have these two races on that one day, and I know you have another race, um, which the date's not finalized in July. Yeah, I think it's going to be that. I think we said July twentieth or twenty first. That's the third weekend in July. Okay, and, and what are the time, distances? The time, time or park would be that mostly a trail race. If you so, if you like running on trails, it'd be a lot of shade. Um, it's five k and ten k, and of course some hills involved. Okay. <laughs> um, Let's see. So can you, how does it differ from, because you kind of wear two hats in yeah. raising this money. You, you're you a race director and then you're also a racer when you do mm-hmm. um, like Ironman Lake Placid. How does that differ in terms of, say, your mentality or the way that you kind of approach these events? Well, you could you should learn to appreciate everything that a race director or the people surrounding that race, all that they do, everything they do to, to put on that race. You just have a more of a sense of an appreciation. Um, putting on the race, people just ask you questions of, of where the course goes. Can I wear this? Can I wear earphones? Um, uh, so, I, I, yeah. Um, and when you sign up for a race, you have the jitters of, of you know competing in right in Ironman Lake Placid. So, two different things. Um, all towards the common goal. All of, goal, of right. trying to raise that money, right? Um, now, because I, know, I because I know from dealing from sitting across the table uh, with doctors uh, and oncologists and, and nurses in that field, uh, they're doing everything they can to, to make people feel comfortable uh, in in this part of their life, right? And um, so you just you want to be on their side. You want to give them all of the tools that, that that are possible and everything that you can do. And this is one way that we can fight back a little bit. Now, what is like? What's the ultimate goal? Um, you know, for you in, in both sense, and in, in as a as a race director and as an Ironman athlete who 
who raises money. What what's the ultimate the ultimate goal? I think the ultimate goal for me, you know, as uh, I'll I'll not answer it as a racer or a race director, but as a but as a father and as a husband uh, and as a brother, um, that you want to make some some improvements in quality of life that people that uh, have been affected by cancer. Uh, I don't think there's anybody um, in the listening area or anybody um, that I've talked to, my students, unfortunately, that uh, haven't been touched by cancer. And uh, so I think extending quality of life, making improvements so where people um, don't have cancer anymore and are leaving, li- uh, living a very healthy life. That's, I think, the ultimate goal, right? And 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 showing people through my actions as as a racer, maybe that it it is possible. It certainly is possible. And no matter what, um, you're gonna you're gonna continue to move forward, both again, uh, figuratively and literally. Do you feel that when you sign up for an event such as an Ironman, it kind of gives you more of a a purpose in, on those tired mornings when you're waking up and it's cold and you no don't. Doubt. And, yeah, no, there's no doubt. You're not, you're not doing it for yourself anymore. You're doing it for... That's correct. Um, you're doing it for your neighbor. You're doing it for your uncle. You're doing it for your sister-in-law. You're doing it for your wife. You're doing it for your kids. Um, because you never, you, uh, uh, you know, unfortunately, you never know. You never know in the next minute what's going to happen, right? And, and, you know, 10 years ago, our biggest concern was, you know, getting the kids off the bus and, you know, um, what activity we're going to get them to next, right? And then 30 minutes later, you're faced with... You got a, you know, a brain tumor, and that's the diagnosis. So you never know. So during the times that you can, um, I think it's I, I think it's the natural thing to do is to provide opportunities for people to to have a healthy uh, lifestyle and, and 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 a purpose. Now I know you've obviously inspired your kids. You you mentioned um, they're getting involved in in. Endurance yeah, events. Like Lauren, my oldest, said, "All right, I'm in for two, 2020." Well, she I runs mean, in college. She she ran in college, yeah. right? But you know, she ran in college, but uh, I think is allergic to swimming. Okay. <laughs> but but she'll we'll get over that. Um, and uh, Rachel, the middle daughter, is doing her first half. Um, and Andrew at, did say at one point that he will do an Ironman. So. Uh, he's 20. He's got a long way to go okay. in his life, hopefully. But um, Now, what about inspiring, let's say, uh, people you work with? How do they kind of look at what you do as, I know some of them probably, they all think Iron Man are crazy a little bit. <laughs> right, but right. Um, how has that kind of, would you say, changed the your inner circle of, and not that they look at you like a celebrity, but more look at you, um, I guess, I don't know what the, what the I, word I think, is. I think people... Um, I, I think there's a healthy respect uh, for, for what I do. Uh, we've I, I was talking to you before that uh, I've started to make meals during the week or on Fridays for some people on the staff that, that want to contribute. It's, it's one of the ways that I've been fundraising. Um, so, you know, I, I think that people on the staff have a, have a healthy respect for the things that I do. And perhaps I've inspired them uh, in, 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 a, in a quiet way that I'll never know that, uh, that they can do something or if this happens to me in my life, this is the way I'm going to respond because it's, it's, uh, it's, I, I see, you know, Don is, is a, has a healthy approach to his and he seems to be in a good place. So perhaps um, 
you know, they'll do the same thing. Now, no, there's, it, you don't have to do an Ironman in order to oh, no. donate to this. No. I mean, that's why you no, kind of started the 5K, which I know is a very friendly first-timer oh, yeah. first yes. race right along the, the water there. Um, what's your advice for someone who... Sign up. <laughs> sign up. Just, just, just do si- it. Sign up. Because okay. you can walk whether it. Be, whether well, you can walk it, whether, you know, sign up for something that makes you feel good about doing something for somebody else. Yeah. Right? Uh, and, and this way you take the, the, the emphasis off yourself and, and you bring it to somebody else and you're doing it for somebody else. You, a car wash, a bake sale, whatever it might be, um, that you're providing an opportunity for somebody to smile that day. Now, what are, um, I know we kind of mentioned before I asked you, what are some common questions you get? And one of them is, where does the money go? So I know you mentioned the $30 race fee goes directly towards that. So if you raise over that $5,000 to do Ironman Lake Placid, where does that go? Then then we're also raising money for the Dana-Farber Cancer Institute through the the Pan Mass Challenge. So once we get to that $5,000 limit, not limit, but goal, then we'll shift money to the Pan Mass Challenge, which is, uh, I, I, Tony, I think they raised last year in that one event alone, it's a two-day event, um, $35 million. Wow. And, and that money directly goes towards, you know, fighting cancer. I know there are some um, groups out there that, that take some of the monies for organizational fees or management fees. The, the Pan Mass Challenge, it's, it's 100%. That goes to the Dana Farber Cancer Institute. So we'll we will, we'll put a link um, into your your fundraising Perfect. account right below. Right. Um, anyone who wants to to donate directly to that, yeah. We will also put a link to your races um, below for anyone who's interested in doing that 5K or that crazy yeah, 10 mile. Yeah, if anybody like. and if anybody out there is listening and, and is dealing with a situation and involving cancer and and and, and yeah, you're looking for some advice or just some looking to somebody to talk to. You know, um, you can reach out to me. I, I've been through there, through the steps, unfortunately, and but but perhaps I can give you some uh, some insight or some advice that that I received from other people that walked it before me. So you feel free to do that as well. Okay. Um, so I, I this goes without saying how your business or or how what you do fits into a healthy lifestyle. But what is um, what would the steps be for someone who, um, let's say, has has lost someone to cancer, and wants to join the MMRF? What does that process look like? Uh, all they have to do is research it online, right? You you Google, right? Well, <laughs> Google, right? So Google uh, the MMRF, uh, endurance events, and uh, and there you go, and pick something that you like. I know in Central Park they're doing a 12-hour endurance event. You can race with a team, a relay. Uh, you can walk it. Uh, there's going to be bands playing in Central Park, um, and and just reach out a little bit if if um, if, uh, if this way you're not feeling so isolated. One of the things I know that that I that I felt uh, ten years ago that I'm the only one that's affected by this. I'm the only one, you know, unfortunately going to be a single dad with three kids, and and there are so many people, unfortunately. Um, that that one and then once you get involved with a group like like the ones that I've been involved with, um, it, it's it's so positive. That's where you want to continue to stay, uh, with within uh, with your mindset. Uh, 
Now, what, let's switch focus. I know a lot of what you do is not, it's not very eye focused. You, you kind of are more about the organization and, and that, but let's dive into like, what is, what would you say has, has been your biggest accomplishment of taking on, um, you know, (laughs) balancing, uh, balancing being a father, um, and raising and raising three kids and in addition to training and, and fitting it all in. Um, and, and doing it in a way that, that for me has been stress-free. Uh, that's been most important. I haven't stressed about fitting in a bike workout or a run workout or coming to meet you. I haven't stressed about any of those things, um, whatever it might be, whether it be a car repair, whether it be how am I going to get you know two kids to two different locations at the same time. Um, it's all been, uh, I would, I would say it's all been pretty natural and it's all worked. Uh, so now would you, what would you contribute that to? Would that just be solely the purpose that you're doing it? I think perspective, Okay. having perspective, understanding that at a moment notice, this can all change has all I need to do is for instance, get her to a dentist appointment. I need to get this one to the library. That's all it is. It's not that you have to spend five hours in the hospital today. So having that perspective is, is important. So, and we've kept our lives, we have when they were young, we just kept our lives very simple and, and enjoyed a family meal too. That, that's been, that was an important piece of our day. Now you, you must be quite the chef. That's how you started cooking <laughs> meals for your right, staff right. workers. Right. Um, so far, all the reports have been good. Okay. No so one got sick. No one got sick. Okay. Yeah, yeah, we're all good so far. Um, now, what are, personally, what are your goals, like, from an athletic standpoint? Because you're pretty, um, what's the word? You're pretty engaged in, in your training, yeah. so it's not, no longer just trying to cross the finish line. At times it is. It depends, <laughs> it depends on the day or the heat or yep. whatever circumstances might be out there. Uh, so uh, in a couple of weeks, along with yourself, I'm going to be doing Ironman Connecticut, the 70.3 race. And uh, I would like to finish in, in, a, in a better time than I have in previous years. So I think my time to beat would be 6 hours and 20 minutes, so perhaps 6.10. If, uh, if, if things go well that day, would be great. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would like to continue to, to run well uh, with and, inju- and stay injury-free. So Now, what's your goal? I know you have to do a minimum of 5000 for the fundraising. What is your goal um, this year? for? I think between the, the MMRF and the uh, Dana-Farber Cancer Institute through the Pan Mass Challenge, somewhere around $12,000 Okay. between and, those two. Okay. Um, is there anything else? I don't know if I missed anything, but no, I think we've been I think we've been pretty thorough. Okay, um, let's dive into. Can I drink water? You can drink <laughs> some water. Um, you can. Uh, let's see. So, just some quick answer questions. What uh, What's your favorite? You're a biker and a, a runner, a biker and more of a cyclist. Um, favorite favorite out of the three. Well, I, ever since yeah. as a kid, ever since as a kid, I loved being on a bike. Okay, you know. Uh, not many hills on Staten Island where I was born and raised, okay. but when we had a hill, it was pretty significant, you know, to be on the <laughs> hill. So being being uh, being on a bike. When did you get uh, your first bike? My first R- bike. Real, your first. Oh, it's, what, what do you mean, like a road bike or yeah. a banana seat bike? No, your road bike. <laughs> My road, road bike. bike. Tri bike. Tri bike. Road bike. Tri bike. Uh, I'm gonna say 
probably about eight years ago. Eight years ago. We brought hybrid bikes when I was married with kids. Mm-hmm. And brought, you know, everybody would go on the rail trail together. It was a yeah. hybrid bike. I'm like, well, somebody just passed me really going really fast. What kind of bike was that? So you look at it a little closer and like, oh, I want one of those. So you get one of those. <laughs> so just, just to backtrack, what was the... What was the, like, what did you turn to when your whole life kind of changed by when you, when your wife passed? Like, what was... Somebody, one of my friends said to me, uh, you need to join a gym. And I said, uh, I don't know, I don't, I've been a tall, skinny guy. I don't think I want to join a gym. I don't like joining a gym. I don't like lifting weights. And then you get over that feeling. And I, I remember walking around the Gold's Gym in, in LaGrange and, and seeing uh, a sign for a bike class. It said... Uh, rock concert on wheels i said well hey i like music i like loud music and i like being on a bike so i'll start you know uh, taking a spin class and then okay. you, you uh, in the spin class you sweat a lot and uh, i like that i like that too and it was a great release for me i would tell my kids listen i'll be back in an hour an hour and a half and i was back in a, you know an hour an hour and a half so they they weren't ever worried that i was never coming back or you know where where i was for you know many hours i i held myself to that timetable and uh like i said you know then somebody said hey you know you should do a triathlon and mm-hmm. i really didn't understand what that was so now i know you do a lot of your riding indoors but what's your favorite place to ride in the around Clo the valley Clo valley Clo valley <laughs> Clo valley Clo valley new york yeah, yeah okay a lot of farmland some hills uh, more than more than some hills and uh it's quiet it's quiet up there now what let's i know you're you're patting yourself on the back for your chef skills but what's your favorite restaurant in the hudson valley that's a good question you know, well if i you know my kids choose they would say we're going to go to the uh Beekman Square for um, what are they called? Uh, Buffalo chicken wraps. Okay. But that's not typically. I would say no. I'd say I, I'm going to go to um, uh, McKinney and Doyle in Pauling. That's, that's where choice. I'm. Gonna, that's where I'm going to go. You what, what do you get? Uh, what did I get there last? I think I got a steak steak there last time. I think. You I, ever, ever had breakfast there? I have. I we went once to breakfast. Okay. They, really, the kids really liked it. Yeah. I liked it too. You've been there. Yes, for breakfast, though, not for... Brunch or brunch? Well, it was brunch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what is a, a tip or recommendation you could give the Hudson Valley community on the topic of staying healthy? I just start moving. Just move whatever it might be. You know, you, instead of, you know, literally sitting on a couch or feeling sorry for yourself, just get out and move. You just feel better. You just do afterwards. And, and, and taking, you know, if it's, I don't know, you count your steps, if it's 4,000 steps, if it's 10,000 steps, if it's, if it's poor eating habits, then change them. Just remember that you're, you're you know, I, you're under, you have some things under your control. Unfortunately in life, there are some things that you're not in, in control of, but take control over the ones you can, and you'll feel better. You'll feel better. All right. Any, uh, I know the, we did mention the best way to kind of, get in touch with you or, or find out about your races and stuff, I'll put links uh, down below and as well as 
on the hosted page, which is empireperformancept.com forward slash podcast. Yeah. Um, we, I'll put a, a link to the re- registration. I'll put a link to your fundraiser page. Um, and I think that I was... get to ask you one question. Uh-oh. I thought you said, I thought you said, I get to ask you. No, you didn't agree to that before? <laughs> okay, what do you got? How about uh, your favorite out of the three sports, uh, the swimming, the, the biking, or the running, and why? Because um, you're, you're, you know, you were a basketball player. I remember you being a basketball yeah. player, right? And then you didn't try out for the varsity team plus you lacrosse, right? which is well, okay. Well, I, I ran indoor right. track. I didn't necessarily. Oh, that, oh, I didn't know that. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes. Right. Okay. Um, and then uh, very accomplished lacrosse player, right? Uh-huh. Basketball player, um, track athlete. Yep. So um, what transitioned you to, to – to the endurance uh, um, sport, and then which out of the three is your favorite? Those are two questions. Okay. Sorry, two. So what transitioned me? Um, I guess when lacrosse was all said and done, I decided to start running, and I did a half marathon, and then bought a bike, and kind of just kind of started swimming by default because duathlon. <laughs> it's one part of it's part yeah. of the three. Well, right, if you go right. to a duathlon, every, duathlons are to me they're they're cool in the w- colder months, but once it gets time for the swimming, everyone does the triathlon. And I felt the numbers shifted towards triathlon. Um, that's what kind of, and then same as you, I kind of did a sprint and then bumped up and then right. found myself doing an Ironman probably sooner than I should have. But um, And then my favorite discipline of those three would probably be the run. Um, and that is not because the, I have a so-called background in running more. So I feel like you have total control over the run, whereas I think... And you're closer to the finish. You're closer to the finish. <laughs> um, you don't have to rely on, let's say, your bike or your, your goggles staying on or something. You yeah, you are gotcha. in total control minding a, a blister or a, a shoe problem, I would imagine. Gotcha. that um, You're kind of under your own power, and I like I like being in control of, gotcha. of my destiny, I guess. Well, good answers. Um, yeah, so right. that's that. Any uh, any aspiration to do that double Ironman that they got? No. Over? No, no, not yet. Not yet. I, I should say no. Not. Okay. I shouldn't just close it off like that. I said. What about yet. ultra endurance? Like a not yet. Like not a in the fifty brain miler. Yet. Not, not yet. Not in the brain yet. Not okay. Part of the brain's uh, All right. process. Well, thanks for coming on, Don. Thank it was you, Tony. Pleasure having you. Um, yeah. Thank uh, Hudson Valley Health and Sports. Thanks for listening. And uh, if you do know uh, any guests you would like to have on, you could shoot me an email at tony at empireperformancept.com. I'm open to your recommendations and i'm glad that uh don took time to come on here so oh, thank you Tony. all right all right thank you for tuning in to the hudson valley health and sports podcast brought to you by empire performance pt if your pain is preventing you from staying healthy active or playing sports and you'd like to avoid surgery pain medication or just want to get back to doing the things you love in and around the hudson valley area we offer both a free ebook and free over-the-phone consultation to help you figure out the root cause of your pain and the next best steps to resolving it. Find our ebooks online at empireperformancept.com forward slash friends. There you'll find ebooks for topics such as back, knee, and shoulder pain, as well as running and athletic injuries. These quick-to-read reports all provide you with expert tips, tricks, and exercises to help you solve your pain from the comfort of your own home. Just visit empireperformancept.com forward slash friends to download your ebook and have it delivered directly to your inbox. We also offer a free no obligation phone consultation with a doctor of physical therapy to Hudson Valley residents. Just call us at 
845-225-2000 or text the word CONTACT to the same number, 845-225-2000 to schedule a call with us. Thanks again for joining us. We'll see you next time on the Hudson Valley Health and Sports Podcast.